This is Heather Lassen, Editorial Proofreader, with the May 10, 2022, update from the AJ Daily. Today's update contains tips on fuel price trends, comments from the National Farmers Union about the White House's Affordable Connectivity Program, comments from the American Farm Bureau Federation about a comment deadline extension for a concerning Securities and Exchange Commission rule, and a report on corn planting progress. Offices Closing Early, announcement by Angus Media. The offices of the American Angus Association and Angus Media will be closing at 12 p.m. Central, Wednesday, May 11th, for staff meetings. Normal business hours will resume on Thursday, May 12th. Tracking fuel price trends allows for savings, adapted from an article by Shelby Verner, K-State Research and Extension News. Filling up at the pump lately has caused plenty of stress as the numbers just keep going higher. However, that might not be the case during different times of the year. Kansas State University farm management economist Greg Ibendahl says the average price of gasoline and diesel the past five years gives a good indication of when to expect higher and lower prices. Ibendahl says you can really see the seasonality the most if you look at gasoline prices. Gas prices are almost guaranteed to be higher during summer when people are going on vacations. On the other hand, the lowest gasoline prices will be during the winter. To read more, go to angusbeefbulletin.com slash extra and select the Management tab. National Farmers Union expresses support for White House's Affordable Connectivity Program. Adapted from a release by Lindsay Metzger, National Farmers Union. On May 9th, the White House launched the Affordable Connectivity Program, a new program intended to close the U.S. digital divide by making reliable, high-speed internet affordable to many families in rural and urban communities. The program will provide an estimated 48 million qualifying families with a $30 per month benefit to apply toward a high-speed plan and get it at zero cost. National Farmers Union President Rob LaRue says, Reliable and affordable high-speed internet is a necessity in today's world, whether you are a farmer or rancher accessing markets and precision agriculture, or you and your family are connecting to your schools and jobs. Rural America can reach its full potential by connecting to the rest of the world. For more information, go to nfu.org. American Farm Bureau Federation welcomes comment deadline extension for concerning Securities and Exchange Commission rule, adapted from a release by the American Farm Bureau Federation. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duval commented May 9th on the Securities and Exchange Commission's comment period extension for the proposed rule, the Enhancement and Standardization of Climate-Related Disclosures for Investors. The proposal would require public companies to report on Scope 3 emissions, which are the result of activities from assets not owned or controlled by a publicly traded company, but contribute to its value chain. While farmers and ranchers would not be required to report directly to the Securities and Exchange Commission, they provide almost every raw product that goes into the food supply chain. Duval said, AFBF appreciates the SEC extending the comment period for its proposed climate reporting rule. For more information, visit fb.org. Corn Plantings and Situation, adapted from a report by Len Steiner, Steiner Consulting Group. It is a spring ritual to talk about corn planting progress and potential yield effects, even as evidence of the correlation can be fleeting sometimes. 
But with corn futures at more than $7 per bushel already, and plenty of weather and demand risk, it gives us an excuse to discuss the grain market. Also in a couple of days, USDA will issue its monthly World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates Report, which will include the first projections of commodity supplies and demand for the new marketing year. Corn plantings are off to one of the slowest starts in more than a decade. For the week ending May 8th, USDA reports that just 22% of the corn crop had been planted, compared to 64% at this time last year, and an average 50% for the last five years. For the full report, go to dailylivestockreport.com. The AJ Daily is compiled by Paige Nelson, field editor for the Angus Journal. For more Angus news, visit angusjournal.net.